everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hey, Maddie. Hey, Jill. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. You returned from your whirlwind trip to Chicago? Yes, I have returned. Honestly, the airports were packed. Like, it is as if we are back to normal. Both my flights were, like, full to the maximum, which I guess I was expecting, but was also kind of – it was shocking. Like, I I don't know. It was as if, you know, nothing had happened. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, I mean, you guys are maskless now if you've been what? vaccinated. Meanwhile, here in Alberta, we have uh, allowed rodeos without spectators. So almost the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, same standards here. <laughs> same standards apply. Actually, no, the vaccination in Alberta has been going pretty good. They, they've like yeah. really ramped up and and there might not be like the huge delay between doses, which is good. So that'll be really nice. Um, I am curious to see what's going to happen. Like obviously one team in the NHL is going to come out of the North at some point um, and how they're going to play against, you know, one of the four teams that come out of the U S divisions. Um, because I assume the border crossing still thing is still going to be an issue. So they're probably going to have to pick like a, a different yeah. home rank or do they just share the same home rank? Well, someone at work was telling me that that's why the U.S. divisions playoffs kicked off so early when we're still finishing regular season up here in, in Canada in case they needed to, to do a bubble. But I was he was like saying this is like they were going to come bubble up in Canada and, and the government had has previously said that they would reduce the quarantine to seven days instead of 14. But I was like, why would they do that? Because at least if you bubbled in the States, you could have some fans and there'd be some gate revenues. Like I can't imagine why they took the Edmonton Toronto scenario again here when you literally get $0. Like it would make way more sense for the teams to go down down South for, for like the numbers are like semi better in, in quite a few places down here than in Canada. So why would you risk like putting them back in a Toronto or back in an Edmonton where they're like exposed to hotel workers and food, food service people and just people that work at the rink in general. So I think they're just playing out up North because Vancouver (laughs) had to take a full month off. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess there's, they have to finish that in terms of like drafts standings and, and, I suppose some sort of playoff or um, TV rights come into play on that kind of thing. But like, I don't really feel like sports sense that worried about it considering the flames play at like one o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday, like, and then late the same time the next day. And it's like, okay, I don't think that's a big draw for them that they're forcing them to play out the the game. And it's not going to be a huge TV draw. Like, I mean, don't people know we have jobs? Yeah, like we actually don't uh, podcast full time, so like it is harder for us to to watch these games middle of the afternoon. Drop everything and watch these games. 
<laughs> like I'll do it. Story work, but <laughs> like I will have it on in the background. But yeah. I still am watching these games as if it means something, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm hoping that the flames kind of lose out, which it sounds like they don't have the same desire because they're still (laughs) playing like their top people, but it would be nice to lose out and maybe like drop a couple spots so we get a better draft pick. But yeah, I, for whatever reason, we have never adopted that mentality in a, in (laughs) All of our history of losing, it has never been the first thought to get a better draft pick when we are officially eliminated. It's usually when we play our best hockey, actually. It's so upsetting. And I mean, now you're not even playing to like ruin other teams' chances. It's literally you are just playing for the draft seating. Yeah. That is all. Yeah. This is when like Matthew Kachuk has like rediscovered his scoring touch and... (laughs) He's like, maybe I want to try a little bit, just, yeah. but just a tiny bit, not just too a tiny much. bit, nothing, nothing too hard. So, but the playoffs yeah. did kick off yesterday for I know. two teams. I, yes. I went to overtime for the in first overtime. game. Some goalie dramatics in that Washington Boston game though. They're Anderson. <laughs> well, Washington's starting goalie was on the COVID list and then and then was removed from it, but still wasn't able to play. But the they wouldn't address the situation, so I feel like there was mm. some like some drama that they they said they wouldn't talk about it on game day. So maybe later. So maybe today we'll hear. We'll hear. Uh, um, interesting with Craig Anderson, who's turning forty tomorrow, <laughs> uh, <laughs> having to play for the like third time this season. I mean, he win. won, so. Yep. You know, he was doing something right, and he only let in one goal. Um, honestly, like, I thought he had retired. Because he he was, like, the Sens' number one goalie for years. And I, had ne- I hadn't heard his name, like, since then, basically. Well, I think, like he was their, I think he was their taxi squad goalie. Taxi, yeah. So, um, and it's been weird. Like, you know, we were picking uh, playoff predictions for the yeah. season and it it's you know like you see the standings and the highlights or whatever but not being able to regularly see teams play because yeah you know they're you know we're not sprinkled against them regularly in the season and stuff like that has been hard to to keep tabs on everything that's going on and with that's them. the other thing too is like they have played the same whatever eight teams all season so okay maybe you can easily predict like who's gonna come out of those matchups but like once you get out of that it's kind of a free-for-all because those teams haven't played each other at all this season so it's going to be really interesting I think once you get out of the division play for like the final two rounds yeah did you want to say your first round playoff predictions before we jump into other stories okay so I picked Toronto to go through against Montreal me too and Winnipeg against Edmonton. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I would like to preface that it's not all based on the fact that I dislike the Oilers so much. Oh, mine is 100%. <laughs> but I think, I thought at one point, like, Winnipeg had Edmonton's number this year. So, um, I don't think that was the case, but, <laughs> but like, I am counting for like on, three games. <laughs> yes, I am counting on uh, Hellebuck to be the Vezina trophy, trophy mode like he once was. Um, um, so, 
And like, I just cut my mom picked Edmonton to win. Like, the, we're doing a family bracket, and Ugh, Kathy, <laughs> I know. Like, I'm sorry. So she's basically getting roasted in like my group chat with my brother and uh, my brother's girlfriend and I, mo- mostly just by me and my brother. But <laughs> we banished her. Uh, well, I can't wait to hear her podcast review when we talk about this. <laughs> we'll have no positive feedback. This week. <laughs> um, then, okay, for the East, I picked Pittsburgh against the Islanders. Ooh, I picked the Islanders. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I picked Boston against the Capitals. Me too. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping for like a Taylor Hall, you know. <laughs> kind of feel good story. I mean, Taylor Hall like has had a busy week because he, he already has. like came out to defend his buddy Jack Eichel saying that he should get surgery. So like I don't know if he got his medical degree at some point in the last few years as well, but I think he did. Yeah, apparently he's been busy outside of the the rink, so That is such a weird story by the way that Eichel story because Buffalo has now come out and been like, no, we're, we're like in step for this entire thing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, something, someone is lying here. And yeah, I think so, it's you, Buffalo. So basically Jack Eichel has had like neck back issues. And so he, it, the Buffalo medical team has said like, this is a, like a wait and recover kind of situation. And Eichel would prefer to get a surgical procedure that no NHL player has ever had. So there's like, you know, obviously a lot of uncertainty around that. And a player can't get surgery without the approval of the team. So like example of that would have been like Dustin Bufflin in Winnipeg a couple of years ago, kind of thing where, where like his contract can get voided if you, if you elect to have this surgery that the Buffalo doctors aren't approving. So, um, so yeah, he's been vocal about saying like he doesn't really agree with it. Taylor Hall's come out and spoken out in his defense saying, you know, he thinks that yeah. Jack should get the surgery as well. Um, and yeah, now Buffalo's trying to back backtrack, which I'm not surprised on because <laughs> no, they probably want to I mean, trade the dude. Like, so they need to make sure that everyone thinks he's had like all the best care possible. Yeah, yeah. So they've made it very clear there's been like multiple medical opinions involved, not just the Buffalo doctors, and everyone's medical opinion is saying like this wait and see approach is the right one. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him in the off season. Does he get the surgery? Does someone pick him up? Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's the next one that needs to be rescued from Buffalo. We had the Taylor Hall rescue mission. Now it's the Jack Eichel. Yes. So yes, Austin, we think is, is going to move forward in, in this round. What, what about your, um, your other the matchups? Okay. So from the West, I have Colorado. And Vegas. Me too. Okay. And then also I would like to point out that each division has like a sponsor, which I don't know if maybe I just never noticed it in the past, but like it's been very clear this year that each division has a sponsor. Like they're called, they call them by their names. Yeah. Well, that was because they had to reshuffle the divisions, right? Uh, So they couldn't really use the same names as they normally do. Um, I was like, this is very odd. Like yeah. Mass Mutual, where did you come from? Yeah, like the North is the Scotia Bank or yeah, something. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, okay, then from the Central, I have Carolina yep. and Tampa Bay. Ooh, I went Florida. Ooh. Playoff Sam Bennett. I'm expecting him to 
to activate his playoff mode. <laughs> I forgot. How could I forget that they have Sam Bennett? Um, yeah. So, and you just pick by rounds, right? Like you haven't gone do, further yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, we we picked like the full bracket. Um, my dad and I picked like very very similar. So, I mean, I basically might as well write off winning at this point, which is so upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I don't. My uh, my friends and I have always just done round by round, um, and then we like just we pick the the number of games that we think it'll be as well. Yeah. So you get, you get a point for the winner and a point for the number of games. Okay. And that's how we, we go through it. So yeah. For the first round, you had to pick the number of games. Okay. It, but like I just, we just did it through the NHL like bracket. Yeah. Um, that they have set up. So the first round you pick the number of games, then the next two rounds, you just pick the winners. And then the final round, you pick the winner plus how many goals you think will be scored in the entire series. Right, so they've um, got some tiebreakers. So difficult, like, yeah, because then you have to factor in how many games you think it's going to go, and like the average of number of goals that you think are going to be scored each game, and oh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Very difficult. Yes. Um, in other sports news, the switching over to baseball here, which is just about to get going. Uh, well, it is going, but just starting its season, there was a COVID outbreak amongst some vaccinated players in the Yankees. I know. So one, I think one player and then seven coaches, um, who I thought it was eight players. Am I wrong? Did um, I read that wrong? I thought it was, Anyways. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the eight, somehow there's eight. Eight of yeah. whatever yeah. COVID, and they've all been vaccinated. Um, it sounds like they made it very clear they all received different doses, but all eight of those people received Johnson and Johnson. So yeah. not a selling feature for Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Plus, the one player also already had COVID, so this. Poor person has de- now dealt with COVID twice, plus had to be vaccinated. Brutal. And um, I mean, yikes. Yeah, I'm and and I mean they're it's interesting because now this has become like a CDC uh test case, basically, mm-hmm. to kind of see what happens. Cause they always expected that that the vaccine is not right. um is not immunity from it. It's like sim- yeah. supposed to prevent Symptoms, severe like, cases, severe yeah. symptoms, and it sounds like that's what it's done because they yeah. all are asymptomatic. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, they expect this to, to obviously happen throughout kind of different pockets of the the world here yeah. amongst vaccinated players. So. I'm wondering as well, like, and they haven't. Uh, from what I read this morning, they haven't come out and said it, but like, if it's one of the variants, maybe that they had, which I'm sure they'll test for. But yeah. it's very interesting that obviously this story broke basically the same day or the day after the CDC lifted like the mask rules for vaccinated people. So, um, it. It will be very interesting to see. I know New York and California have basically said that their state mask mandate still applies. So, um, which means like still indoors, you have to wear them. So it will be interesting to see if any other Yankees players now test positive um, in the upcoming days or how this impacts like what the CDC does. But not a great... Point. <laughs> yeah, the timing could not have been worse, but 
it's the the johnson and johnson and like and then the astrazeneca vaccine up here in canada like they need some a new marketing team that's for sure like, <laughs> I know. because i mean they are it, from what i've read it's very hard to like compare the two because moderna and pfizer are using this like new tech vaccine technique I don't know like this new technology mRNA yeah whereas like Johnson and Johnson and AstraZeneca are like typical vaccines so it's hard to compare them but from what I read like they do have lower percentages against like quote-unquote immunity yeah but the Johnson and Johnson one was tested more in the later stages of COVID when the Mm -hmm. vaccines were more prominent and they were tested in more like Brazil and South Africa so like they felt that even though the 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 protection rate was lower. It was better against against like, the, the variants, variants, right? So, so yeah. also need to rethink this. Perhaps your weekly COVID update from Matt and Jill. <laughs> Will this ever end? Probably not. Um, I hope this is like the sole source of people getting their COVID news. <laughs> Me too. Because you know what? Like, it's very depressing to read it like on the actual news so like you're welcome for bringing us into <laughs> <laughs> oh man in some like sad i guess but kind of full circle news kobe was inducted to the hall of fame yesterday last night um along with kevin garnett and tim duncan and there was a wnba player as well inducted but uh jill and i have a question for you (laughs) there will be a photo that we will post when (laughs) we release this episode and if you could please tell us who the child on the far left is it would be greatly appreciated (laughs) yeah so they they had the ceremony the hall of fame ceremony and um kobe and vanessa's daughter natalia like represented Kobe and so she's in the photo wearing the Hall of Fame jacket which like oh my god they pick ugly colors for Hall of Fame jackets like it's like an orangey poo brown color it's not great because like isn't the football one like the mustardy yellow kind of thing like it just and I think the and the NHL one's the the baby blue isn't it yeah it's no great color no (laughs) like it's just like did they run out of jackets like where did they why couldn't they just use black (laughs) (laughs) right and it would still have like an emblem on it so you'd still know it's like a special jacket exactly like oh my gosh but anyways um yeah so she's accepting you know they have this group photo kind of thing and you can see like the picture has like um, the other members of the class who were were accepted into the Hall of Fame, but there's two there's two kids, and so one is Natalia Bryant and one is a, another female, and she's wearing one of the jackets as well. So, but we're just not sure who she's accepting um, this the on award behalf for. of. And so. there's also two people on the very ends, both ends, both in suits that are not with jackets, and we don't know who they are either. Or yeah, what their it, purpose is. It shouldn't be this hard to find, I don't think. But, like, we are not able to figure it out. So, <laughs> if you know, If you know, advise. please let us know. <laughs> I will say, I only, like, watched Vanessa Bryant's speech, which, like, I only really cared about Kobe. Um, and 
you know, must have been very difficult for her. And like, I can't imagine being in that position. But I thought it was she did discuss this like super cute moment about how she used to ask Kobe, like why he wouldn't sit out games when he was injured. And he was basically so Michael Jordan, like escorted Vanessa Bryant up on the stage. And he basically shared this story with her about how when he was younger, his dad and him would save up for like the nosebleed seats to go watch his favorite player play the game. And she just like looks over and smiles at Michael Jordan. Cause obviously it was Michael Jordan. <laughs> so it was just a cute little moment. And he, so he said, that's why like he would never sit out if he was hurting because of those fans that saved up all their money to like go see him play one time in their life. Oh. And- I love that. I know. It is true. Like, I think of, like, I mean, obviously you don't get to to see NBA games as much up here, but yeah. certainly NHL games, I remember think, going to games and, like, like Timu Solani was scratched. And I'm like, oh, I just wanted to see Timu play. And, I know. Like, it's such a bummer. Yeah. I did like, see yeah. Timu Solani at that Anaheim game we went to, which was the last hockey game I've been to, and he happened to be sitting, like, the row in front of me. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. Freaked out. <laughs> oh man. Okay, well, I think we should switch gears and talk a bit about pop culture stuff yeah. here now. Unless there's anything else from the sports world you want to talk about? No, pop culture was definitely heavier this week, which was enjoyable, and not not so many scandals, which was also nice. Yeah, just more the continuation of previous <laughs> ones, I guess. But I do right. have to start off with with like I got some very good pre-birthday news in that the friends reunion date is set to be released two days before my birthday and I feel like that's just like a birthday present to me I think it was they were like you know what we've heard this podcast and this girl seems very depressed with her COVID life I do need to say though that they have not determined how they are going to air it in Canada so like this better not be like the Britney documentary where I had to wait like three months to see it up here. Wait, can you use my HBO Max login? I don't know. Like I have HBO, but it's not going to be on HBO in Canada. Okay. Well, we'll figure this out offline because like I have an H, like if you can download the HBO app and like, or HBO Max app and use my login, then maybe you can watch it. I feel it. like it's going to be like country specific. So like you may just have to like air is. it and like share your screen with me. Okay, we'll FaceTime. Yes. <laughs> I'll block that day off in the calendar. <laughs> but they like announced like the, so it's, it's obviously not an episode. It's just like an interview yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah. And they've announced a bunch of like guest stars with it. Um, but a couple that were a bit surprising, like Paul Rudd's not part of it. Really? Um, uh, he was, like, the only one that I really would have wanted. I love Paul Rudd, and, like, I loved his character in well, the show. It's, like, it's, you know, like, it's obviously disappointing that it's not there, but they've announced these, like, guests, that, and some of them have, like, nothing to do with friends. Like, David I mean, Beckham. like, Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, okay, like, they're maybe fans, maybe they're just, like, free and available to to participate in this, but, like... And play, like, that was their standard. <laughs> Well, it's like, it's not exactly like you needed like star power to make this like an event. Like I think it stood on its own two feet. And so yeah, Paul Rudd's not there. And then the other one is like um, Cole Sprouse who played Ben, who is a famous person in his own right at this point in time. Um, So I wonder like, so Cole, I think they're filming Riverdale in 
Vancouver. So I don't, maybe it's because he's filming that he couldn't come back, but he has an identical twin. (laughs) I mean, they both, okay. Like I'm not saying the identical twin should go in his place, but they both played that role. Like they were only the babies. They both played it as Ben got older was only cool. So I mean, just swap in Dylan. Let's go. I do think it would be way more funnier if Dylan just went as cool. (laughs) Um, And okay, so I saw this interview on TikTok that I sent to you and, you know, where all my news comes from. Um, And it was basically an interview with the Friends cast. I don't know if it was like a clip from this like reunion that's going to be released, but it was basically saying, oh, you know, shows aren't successful if um, like the main cast sleep with each other. And David Schwimmer was like, oh, well, we broke that. But he says it very subtly and then they move on. There's no follow up. Yeah. And it's like, can we get an answer here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like, you kind of have to look at like who was in relationships during that their filming yeah. and everything like that and so like i feel like jennifer aniston's probably ruled out because she always seemed to be like in, the, in a relationship yeah. um, and like she had brad and- pitt at one point so she's not cheating on him <laughs> like one of those guys no offense well and lisa kudrow was like long-term married and had mm-hmm. kids during the show so like i feel like that leaves like corny cox like pre-David Arquette situation. Yeah, yeah, in the early days. Early days. And then, but then I can't figure out on the, like, on the Guy male side. side of it who it was. It um, would be funny if it was David Schwimmer because they play brother and sister. Oh, it would be gross, though. I feel like I just can't handle that. <laughs> I feel like it was Matthew Perry. And that was, like, the inspo for Chandler and Monica. <laughs> hey, maybe. Yeah. And they're like, well, know what? Let's make things real awkward. <laughs> oh man but yeah i'm very excited for that and i can't wait to to i don't like it's it's weird because it's not an episode so it's like i don't really know what's different than like other than they're all in the same place having an interview versus like individually doing it Um, they better spill like some good tea or else yeah i know (laughs) be upset totally um but as one show is announced another one ends and ellen has finally announced that I think the next, I don't know if she, I think she's on her 18th season right now, but season 19 will be her last season. So one more year. Um, not shocking with everything that is going on in the news about her and, and the show. She's claims that's not it. That's not the reason oh, why. Oh, come on. But it's hard to continue on when you're accused of having like a, horrible workplace yeah like I mean she had three producers that resigned after the scandal which obviously was a forced resignation there yeah um you know there's obviously a lot of talk around like her her toxicity in the workplace and everything Mm -hmm. like that um and she's she's made some comments now as like you know oh my guests were always having fun so I didn't realize that it was you know not a great place to work or you know, I couldn't have expected to know everything. Like there's 250 employees. I'm like, that's not that many. Like, I feel no, like you should have a really place on things. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, she's, she's going to wrap up uh, after season 19. And then there's lots of like rumblings of who's going to take her place on the, on the talk circuit. And I've heard, I don't even know who you bring out. 
at this well, point. Well, Kelly Clarkson is like a leading possible contender because okay. she already she has, has a, a show, talk right? show, but like gets a step up, maybe gets some promotions. I think it's kind of it yeah. would kind of be like the like James Corden situation, right? Yeah. Where it's like you already were doing it, but now you just get thrust into the like prime yeah. time. Uh, yeah, spot, but um, I do love James Corden. Like his carpool I, karaoke is my favorite. I do love carpool karaoke. I, I don't feel like I'm actually surprised that these kind of shows still exist. Like, yeah, I, to me, there's zero appeal of them. Um, so I don't watch, I don't watch Ellen. I don't watch you know Kelly Clarkson's current show. I don't watch any of the like Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel's. Like once yeah. in a while you see like a video clip and I'm like, oh, that was entertaining. But I can't oh, imagine yeah. dedicating an hour to each of them like yeah. five times a well, week. Like, I think insane. Ellen's the only one that's an hour. The other ones are all 30. Um, I've... Still, my attention span is a TikTok video. So like... <laughs> okay, we're going from like a minute to 30 minutes. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I'll watch like if it's a guest that I want to see or like a music performance. Um. I have been to see a live taping of James Corden and Conan O'Brien, which was kind of cool. Um, And like, I would go to more live tapings, but agreed. Also, they air at very off times, again, for people that work. It's like 4 p.m. or midnight. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. To to me, I'm just like, I I doesn't, I mean, I'm sure it's lucrative because you do have a whole host of people that are watching in that 4 p.m. Yeah. Spot kind of thing but um yeah it's not not my thing at all so it just impacts my life pretty much zero zero percent yeah. <laughs> it will be interesting to see who replaces her I, yeah. I don't know if kelly clarkson's the right option but what again what do i know i'm not the target demographic <laughs> well you know what's funny is like just thinking of like other female celebrities who like could handle it like one person I might have thrown out there before this week was Chrissy Teigen because she feels like that's kind of like her vibe as well but she's had some past behavior come up here now that's like she's made some pretty terrible comments uh on Twitter to to a couple people but the main one in particular is this Courtney Stodden who I don't know who remembers her. She was the like teenager that married the 50 year old actor and then got like so much plastic surgery done and, and everything. Um, But Chrissy Teigen was like tweeting at her to like, basically go kill herself. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And so they've all been exposed here now and, um, and she's kind of getting canceled a bit here. Like target. Yeah. Um, I read that like, Honestly, like, I was very confused because Chrissy Teigen stopped going on Twitter, like, you know, a month ago, but uh, obviously has since returned. Yeah. Um, and it just seemed like a very uh, interesting time to, like, drop these. And and I've really only read about the Courtney ones, which, I mean, that's horrible. And especially for someone that speaks out so much about getting bullied online. And, and that's basically why she stopped Twitter. Yeah. Which I think is what Courtney, Courtney said. She's like, Oh, for this person who like stopped going on Twitter because they were getting bullied. You know, she used to bully me all the time in my DMS. Um, and even some public ones, like yeah. they weren't all DMs, like, yeah. which, and like, I mean, she, Chrissy Teigen wasn't a nobody 10 years ago. Like she was no. still 
you know, she obviously didn't have the same level of notoriety, notoriety that she does now, but, um, you know, she was still someone who would have had followers and who would have had some, some sort of voice on Twitter. So, um, she has said that she's publicly and privately apologized, but the Courtney's camp is denying that there's been any sort of private apology. Um, so it's been interesting, interesting. but yeah. She's one that I would have would have for sure take it like take that spot. Um, and now there's just no chance. Probably, like, you don't probably replace Ellen with Chrissy right now. No, especially when like it, one of the issues is the workplace morale. Yeah, so it's like ooh, what a fun surprise. Um, speaking of things getting canceled this week, uh, there's been huge backlash against the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Which has, I mean, there's been a lot of backlash, I mean, for multiple years, but specifically this year, I think it really came out that they have no representation of of um, Black people on their their board or whatever they have to that makes their decision. They really have, like, minimal minority representation, and it's been an issue for years. But yeah. NBC has canceled the 2022 Globes, so they won't be airing those. Um, Tom Cruise has given back his Golden Globes, which I think he won, like, three. Um, And Scarlett Johansson has, like, heavily spoken out against the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, so. Which is, like, a very weird person to speak out because considering some of her slip-ups in the, like, diversity realm, like, when she's playing an Asian character or something like that. Yeah. But point is, is like, yeah, like huge lack of diversity on that, on the Hollywood foreign press side of things. Um, I don't really know what giving back your golden globes does. Like, I think that's like attention seeking to me kind of thing. Like, I think you like speak out for change and improvement, but like you can't, you can't erase the past you can just grow from it yeah. so and also okay i don't really know what roles he won those for because i didn't do a lot of research but i mean maybe he did deserve them so maybe you don't need to give them back but <laughs> i think it was jerry Maguire. maybe it was one of them um oh magnolia oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One. and then i don't know if i can remember no uh Born on the 4th of July, maybe? I don't yeah. know. I'd have to, I'm not I'd have sure. to go back and look. But. but I mean, the during this year's Golden Globes, um, you know, they did do some, a, a speech. The head of the Hollywood Foreign Press did a speech about how they want to grow and diversity and et cetera, et cetera. So appears no changes have been made since that was given. Um, yeah, but like, I think like change doesn't come overnight either right so like okay you the golden globes were like two months ago and so like they're not you know i like again this is an overdue process it shouldn't be taking them this long to change um but the fact that they gave a speech two months ago and then he's now saying i'm giving back my words because you haven't made the changes like quick enough like there is like there is a process for things like yeah i don't i don't know if maybe like some vote-in decision happened like recently that they thought maybe the change would be made and it didn't like I really don't know but I guess in my understanding is the Hollywood Foreign Press is only tied to the Golden Globes 
because I haven't really heard anything about, you know, the the Emmys or the Oscars. I mean, I assume they yeah. probably also have similar diversity issues, but this was very specific to the Golden Globes. Well, I don't what isn't one of them peer voted or is that that's probably the SAG awards, I guess. Yes, the SAGs, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, cuz that's know. the actual guild. So, I I think I think that that would be the SAGs. So, It'll be interesting to see. Um, oh, the Emmys are peer voted as well. Okay. Um, I don't know about the Oscars. I'm looking that up right now, but um, no, the Oscars is the Academy, so they probably Academy. have a okay. sim- similar, similar issue. Situation. But there's there's like over nine thousand members of the Academy. Oh yeah, whereas um, the Hollywood Foreign Press is very small. Like it is, yeah. So maybe even 50. just the. Even just the number, I mean, you still probably have a diversity problem in that 9,000. I'm going to guess that it is very heavily white considering that there's yeah. not many people, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. Probably it's, less. I just, I, like I said, I just feel like, like speak out, yeah. raise a stink, protest, but I just don't get the giving your clothes back. Like that just no. is so weird to me. Like, so. I mean, are we surprised though? It's Tom Cruise. So. <laughs> Yeah, like needs some attention. Hasn't had a Scientology outburst in a while. So, <laughs> all these talk shows are getting ended. There's no couches to go jump on. <laughs> that was oh so weird, so so did weird. I ever, did I ever tell you about the time that I went to a Scientology place? <laughs> no. <laughs> My friend Colleen and I we were in St. Louis and we were waiting for okay. Emily, my friend Emily, to be done work. We had arrived and we we're waiting for her. She was living there at the time. And down the street, there was a Scientology church. And it was like right at the height of like Tom Cruise Scientology. Oh, craziness. like when he, yeah, he made it kind of like a mainstream thing. Yeah. So we went in and got some brochures and videos yeah. and did the like little, it's like a test almost where you like hold these like two metal bars and I don't feel like a lie detector uh, test kind of oh. thing. But it was very, very weird. So I did not join. I mean, I, did not convert in case anyone was wondering. I think Colleen has the material, the propaganda. My only exposure has been through like, well, obviously like the Tom Cruise situation, but Leah Remy's um, document or documentaries like post her, her leaving. And uh, I mean, I just, first of all, you have to buy like thousands and thousands of dollars of books and like, I'm not into that. <laughs> I'll buy thousands of dollars of books like that are, you know, Colin just memoirs. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like I need like a rom-com, like murder mystery kind of. Exactly, but I'm yeah. not buying like thousands of books on how to better myself as a person. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm spending zero dollars on that. I do not want to be a better person. No, I am satisfied the person I am. You've accepted it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, any other shocking news from the week? No, I don't think so. We will continue to follow the J-Lo and Ben Affleck um, story timeline as they have vacationed together now. Yes. Um, so a rod is still setting dinner dinner places for for J Lo in case she decides to return. Like honestly, someone please check on this man. I'm concerned. 
his ownership of the Timberwolves is officially final now. So at least he does have something else to distract himself. Okay, I have to tell you, I was very shocked by the price of that ownership because it was only like $1.5 million, which is... So he obviously owns like nothing in it. He must own less than 1%. Yeah. Hmm. Because even for the Timberwolves, that seems very low. He just bought a season ticket. (laughs) Just one. And he owns the same percentage that I own of the Flames. My my nosebleed seat equivalent. (laughs) Basically. Actually, I have two tickets, so big no deal. you're basically better than A-Rod. Step back, (laughs) A-Rod. Oh, man. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's probably the best to wrap up for the week. For sure. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.